What is up, explorers? Welcome back to another episode of Explore the Thought. I'm your host, Ilhan, a.k.a. Milton. Today, we have T and we have Kenny. Um, they're creative people that have a creative space called T's Creative Closet. And, um, yeah, like, what, what got you... What got you into wanting to do this? Yeah, I think a couple things. Uh, one, I think just being in this community, I've lived here for the last five years, and you know, one of the things that I notice is that um, sneaker resale, you know, the clothing, you know, type of business, it wasn't really in this area. And so, you know, my whole thing was like, hey, you know, how do you bring something that you see? Maybe I'm from Chicago, obviously, right? But that you see and, you know, that is in your you know, standard neighborhood that you don't see in this neighborhood. And so that was really my inspiration, just saying, OK, I know people out here have the desire for it. And if I bring it, I'd assume that it would, you know, sell. So, yeah. Were you always like into like shoes and clothes growing up or did you kind of just like one day you just like, I want to do this? Yeah. Um, so I've always been into both um, shoes and clothes. I didn't have as much of a passion for sneakers as I do now, um, but clothes for sure. I mean, growing up, you had to be fresh. You know what I mean? And you're gonna get talked about. You get roasted. Um, so yeah, I think the the passion for the clothes always just came from not necessarily having to be like a high end brand or you know something extremely expensive. Just nice, you know, clean something that's just different. And so that was. Uh, you know, always big for me, just like going to school, you always had to be clean, you know, yeah. look fresh. And then, you know, as time went on, I got more and more into sneakers and, you know, I just like put the two together, right? Because, I mean, most people that are wearing clothes are probably going to wear shoes and then vice versa, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's like, how do you bring that concept together um, and really just give people, um, you know, the ability to get that in one spot? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. I love it. Like, this is, like, it's so clean. Like, there's so much, like, you guys have three different varieties of clothing. And then you also have, like, the, the sneakers, which is fucking dope. Yeah, like, thank you so much, man. This is such a sick place. Yeah, I appreciate you sliding. Yeah, we, um, you know, it, it's changed over the last um, couple years for us. Um, you know, we've been doing this. I think I opened back in November 2019. And sneaker community just evolved so much and so it's been uh, interesting because you know like when you get into a business you really don't know what to expect right like yeah. when I first started out I just used to buy sneakers like if I could get a good deal I'm like all right I'll buy this I'll flip this I'll add you know yeah. this much and then you know as you get into it as you start going to sneaker events things like that um, you start to really see like what's the demand like what are people really buying what are people really like and then it kind of, you know, gives you the ability to start to, like, hone in on particular types of shoes versus just, like, buying shoes to buy shoes. It's like, well, you kind of need to buy stuff people are going to want to, you know, buy, yeah. stuff that'll sell. Yeah. Right? So you, 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 like, started thinking about it as, like, I can, I can resell this. Correct. Whereas, like, when I look at shoes or if I look at, like, an article of clothing, like, I, w I don't care what, like, the price tag is kind of mm -hmm. person where, like, if I like it, I'm buying it and I'm wearing it. Right. Like, I got what the Kobe's at home that fucking the laces are all destroyed, <laughs> trash. Like, these things, you can't you can't resell these at all. Right. But, like, dude, those are, like, my shoes. Like, I love those things. I'll, right. I'll, I'm going to wear them till they're dead. And may probably keep them because, like, 
R.I.P. Kogi, but right. like I have other laces in them right now because like I just destroyed the laces on them. Yeah. So <laughs> like I I'm I'm the type of person where it's like I like to I like fashion for what it is, but I also like I like to wear it. I like to express myself right. in it. Like I like to be emerged in what I'm buying. I don't want to just buy it and like hold on to it. Like I hate the people that kind of just buy it and just hold on to it. Right. Like that, that like why, why would you buy it just to like have it in your like I get it like you're collecting, but like I just don't, I just don't get the collecting aspect of it. Yeah. Because like it's all meant to be worn, but like there's people that will just buy it and just like collect it, never yeah. wear it, and then there's people that resell it, and I like the resell like aspect of it because that allows people that might not have been able to get it to still be able to get it, and yeah, you're playing, you're paying a markup, but like you're still being able to get what you want. Right. You know, so like I like that part of it, but like the people that just collect, like I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to I me. I don't get it either. <laughs> um, I think I've always, you know, for me personally, like every pair of shoes that I have, all the clothes that I have, I've all, everything's worn. You know what I mean? There's nothing yeah. that I'm just like. Um, I I got I do have one pair of Kobe Grinches that I'm like holding, but th- yeah. it, th- there's meaning behind right. those particular shoes for me. But the rest of them, it's like you know I'm rocking it. Yeah. 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 There's like maybe two shoes that if I ever get my hands on, I'll probably never wear. And that's what the dunks. Cause like ever since I saw those come out when I was in like sixth grade, mm-hmm. fifth or sixth <laughs> grade, I've always wanted those. And then the Air Mags. Cause like you can't wear Air Mags. Like right. you just can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so like I get like the whole culture behind yeah. it all, but like I, I like wearing my shit. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm the same way. And then um, as far as the reselling part, you know, I really like, buying stuff that people like you mm-hmm. know people that that will wear and i think a lot of the business we do here you know, i think kenny would agree you know a lot of the customer base is consumers it's not you know we don't have a lot of resale customers i mean we see a lot of resale people at our like sneaker events but as far as like the customers that are actually you know coming in most of those customers are just consumers that want to look fresh you know and so like one of the things that i find myself doing is really trying to be like okay what what you know like what would they like what would they look fresh in okay let, let me try to get some of those um or at least you know because you can't get every shoe and every drop right because there's just so many yeah but when the, there's something you know like in demand that drops like it's like all right people gonna eat this up we gotta get this kenny mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean we gotta get this let's try to <laughs> get as many as we can so do you like do you guys have someone that like you go through like do you have like a like a shoe do you do you have like a shoe guy too or yeah like, yeah, everybody's got a shoe like guy. You your, guy. <laughs> your shoe guy's got a yeah, shoe guy. That's um, so I think it's twofold. Like, I mean, first off, we try to get stuff for retail, right? So mm-hmm. we're going to do, you know, all the legwork with, like, raffles and, you know, trying to buy from the stores, right? Because the goal is to get, you know, the shoes for as close to retail as possible for retail. Obviously, the goal is to get it for retail because, like, once you become a reseller, right, if you don't get it for retail – then it's, you know, whatever tax you pay, you have to add, right? So mm-hmm. if I can get it, the cheaper I can get it for, the, the more savings I can pass on to my customer, right? Yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're like, we got a couple guys that we go through consistently that, you know, like, we don't, let's say if a shoe drops and it's in demand, and I might do the raffles, I do 30 raffles, you might hit five or ten pair if you're lucky, you mm-hmm. know, and then if you want a full-size run, you want 20, 30 pair of that particular shoe, you, you have to have somebody that has that many to go yeah. get them from you know so damn that's crazy yeah so like you probably like you you got multiple like shoe people then. yeah 
Damn. It's like four or five people that we go through pretty consistently. I got one guy that I've been rocking with since I started. Mm-hmm. He's a little young kid, 19, college student. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't really resell. He's a reseller, but he just bots. So yeah. he just gets the shoes, and then, you know, he doesn't really have, like, avenues to sell them, you know, and then he has school and all this stuff going on. So a lot of for him is just, like, he's looking for somebody that will quickly flip that stuff, right? So if he spends – you know, three, four, five thousand dollars on his credit card, right? He wants to make another forty dollars on top of each shoe, you know. So say if he gets, you know, ten pairs, right? Mm-hmm. So then he'll make a quick four hundred dollars, and you know, he's on to the next release, you know, yeah. type of thing. So Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. That's what, like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It's like dope though. It's yeah. Dope. Everybody, everybody's making money, and it's just like with anything, right? The more hands you touch. You know, obviously, the less the profit. So yeah. if I gotta, you know, go through him, you know, either one or two things I gotta decide: Am I gonna take a loss when I put this for sale in the store? Or am I gonna sell it for more? Right? Mm-hmm. Because obviously, knowing if the demand is there, I can obviously charge a little bit more. Yeah. But it's nice, and you you just gotta know when to buy. Like I don't, you know, that that's another big part of the resale market. Like you have to know when to buy. A yeah. lot of people don't know when to buy. People think like oh, I got to get these pairs earlier if I got to get them the same day they release. And it's like, well, there's a demand for that from a customer perspective, but you're going to get taxed, right? Because now you want, you know, a premium shoe early or, you know, the day of releases, and, I mean, you're going to pay more, right? And then if I wait, let's say, okay, I'll give you an example. So we had, uh, what shoe was that that dropped yesterday? The Yeezy Uh, 350 Dazzling Blue. Shoe drops yesterday. If I buy them yesterday, I'm paying 300, 320. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I got selling for at least three seventy five, four hundred, just to even make it worth my time to go, you know, buy yeah, them. Yeah. So most customers are probably not gonna want to pay that. Yeah. But if I wait till like Thursday of next week because there's more pairs gonna be, you know, available because they got to ship from, you know, Yeezy Supply or, you know, Foot Locker or Foot Action or Champs or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So once they actually ship, now that shoe on the market is probably two seventy. Now I can buy that same shoe that I would have bought on Saturday for 320. I can buy it for 270. Now if I charge 350, you know I can still. Now it makes sense to my consumer, yeah. and I can still make 80 dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so. You just gotta. It's gotta make sense. Yeah, that's crazy. There's just like so many moving parts to the sneaker world that I didn't even realize. Yeah. It, I, when I was like growing up and I went through like high school, um, that's when I was like really big into sneakers. And like, dude, they were. It seemed like it was easier to get them back in the day. Now it's like Nike has their own raffles and like mm-hmm. all this like shit, like that. What you're saying, like they have raffles now right. that you have to like get into, and it's like they're making it more and more exclusive to get these sneakers. And like, I also feel like the sneaker like culture is kind of getting like, like everyone's kind of getting like more like greedy mm-hmm. with it, and it's like it's just kind of getting crazy. And uh, I feel like the shoes that are dropping now. They're more of like re-releasing mm-hmm. the same thing. Right. It's like it's not even like original product anymore. Yeah. In a sense, like obviously there's certain colorways that they've come out with that like is now new, but it's like always the same. Like it's like the same silhouettes. Right. Like it's the everyone like they have like a million and one different Jordan One like colorways. Right. And like Jordan One silhouette is an amazing silhouette. Like it's an amazing shoe, but it's like when are they gonna like make something new? Right. You know. Right. So. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, true. And I think what you were saying earlier, like, there's a lot of people that just buy the whole, mm-hmm. you know. And so if you got to think, like, 
I, me and my guy were talking about like the stock on uh, Dazzling Blues yesterday. It was roughly about 200,000 pairs made, right? If there's 200,000 pairs made and let's just say 150,000 pairs go to resellers, there's only 50,000 pairs going to consumers. Those other 50, 150,000 pairs, they're going to tax you. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, like the price is about to go up. You yeah. know what I mean? We're, and, they, they, and so it's almost like they take them out of, you know, um, saturation. And then when the price, you know, mm -hmm. the, and then when the price goes up, now they put it right back in. Yeah. You know, just to keep that price high, keep that demand high. You know, there's 150 pairs. Like I was telling um, Kenny yesterday, I mean, I was able to get 10 pairs, which is good. That's really nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But if you think there's only 200,000 pairs, you know, there's what, 350, you know, 350 million people in the U.S.? I mean, yeah. it's nothing. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing. It's yeah. nothing. That's peanuts. Right. So. Yeah. Dude, and everyone, like, when there's a shoe that's hot, everyone wants it. Everybody. Dude, I, I just saw, like, the Gucci Adidas collab, bro. I don't know if you guys yeah, saw that. Nice. Dude, yeah. that's a solid collab. I'm yeah. like, oh, man, that suit jacket looks so nice. It does. I was like, I want that. <laughs> and it's like, there's only going to be so many of them out, and it's like, you're probably not going to be able to get your hands on it. Right. And it's probably going to be fucking expensive. Very expensive. it's Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's, it's crazy. insane. It's crazy think, how it goes. Yeah. It's crazy how like there's companies out there that make clothing product that is selling retail for two thousand. Like mm -hmm. not resale, retail. Like that's that's also like nuts. That's how the um the Gucci North Face collab was. I mean that was a nice collab and I mean the retail price was crazy, you yeah. know, and um you know, it's pretty much you know, right now everything's like so expensive because it's in demand you know like yeah. people are really into fashion people are more into fashion today than they've ever been you yeah. know and it's funny because we were just talking about this earlier today and i was just telling him like when i got into the sneaker you know like really started to take this serious was back in 2019 it wasn't even close to where it is now no. you know it's like now it's nuts you can't even like i was telling him how we used to backdoor shoes we get shoes we go to you know have connects at the malls you know stuff because it wasn't like all oh, this raffle this or yeah. raffle that now you can't you can't get nothing, man. Right. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, like back in the day, you used to have someone at like Foot Locker, and you'd be like, "Yo, dude, yeah, now you got them up. in the back. Like, yeah. let me let me get a pair. <laughs> you know, like let me get a pair." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got There's you. always like that one person, and like it was so cool, like going up, like before like sneakers and like fashion kind of had this like craze phase, where it was like, dude, like you could buy like supreme was fucking cheap back in the right. day like all this stuff that like is crazy now is like it was cheap back in the day champion was a fucking walmart brand right like and now they're selling hoodies for like 120 bucks right it's like it's crazy it's um, funny that you uh bring that up um and it seems like me and kenny were talking about a lot of stuff today but um you know i was just talking to him about a brand that i want to create um you know and uh, you know when you like you look at these brands and they start off so small you know they start off in these little walmarts or whatever wherever right yeah. and then all of a sudden you look up five years ten years down the line you know these brands become household names these yeah. brands become you know billion dollar entities and so it's like yeah sometimes um you know i don't i don't know if the person the creator always sees like that long-term vision but i think it's just an Im impressive to see how you can start off with something so small mm -hmm. and then just over a matter of time you know it could evolve to something so incredible and then all it takes is for it to get you know big enough or enough brand recognition and you sell it and it's like 
shit, you just created this, you know, multi-billion dollar, you know, brand. And that's, uh, it's incredible. I don't know if you've seen, but like, um, I think it was a couple weeks ago, um, I was, I I was forget who the, um, oh, it's it's Puff, is it Puff Daddy? Yeah, he went back and bought like um, his old, uh, what's that brand called that he had? Um, Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, yeah, Diddy. Defra yeah, I seen and that. Diddy. Diddy went and back and bought Sean John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went back and bought Sean John out of bankruptcy, yeah. and it's like crazy, like just to think of. And like when we were growing up, well, and I, I'm probably older than both of you guys, but um, when I was younger, Sean John was like the shit, you know. And then yeah. to know in 2021, it's in bankruptcy, and then he goes to buy, it and it's like five years from now, ten years from now, you probably be listening to this or somebody will be listening to this podcast and be like, shit, you know, Sean Johnson, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, did he run out of bankruptcy in 2021, man? It's yeah, I a big didn't deal. Even, I didn't even know what Sean John was until, like, that news broke out last yeah. week. Because, like, I'm, I mean, I'm only 25. I don't know how old you are. But, yeah, I didn't even know that was, like, a company until, like, they were like, yeah, did he got, sh- like, what, what's it called again? Sean John. <laughs> yeah, like. I was like, what? Like, I don't even know what this is. Yeah. So I like Googled it and I was like, dude, that's that's dope. Growing like, up, that was a strong brand. There was only a few strong brands that were like by African American like celebrities. You know, there mm-hmm. wasn't a whole lot. So you had like Fubu, you had Sean John. Um, I don't know. You probably had like Pelly Pelly. You know, and then I think Nautica. I don't know. There's a couple other brands, but I don't know who owned them. But um, there was only so many brands that were, like, big. And then, you know, there would be brands that will come, and they would, like, it would be, like, a hit or miss. So, like, I remember when they came out, like, with Anichi and, like, Averex and, you know, uh, Davucci. Like, all those brands were, like, you know, they came on the scene. Mm-hmm. Coogee was big. Like, uh, was that uh, Big Papa got that one going. Yeah. yeah but uh, there were brands. They would come. It would be really strong, and then you know, a year or two, they kind of fizzle out. Yeah, yeah. It's also mm-hmm. that concept of like three retro too. You see that resurgence now with um, like New Balance. You know, like five yeah. fifties mm-hmm. were nothing a couple right. of years ago. Now they're like literally the shoe that a lot of people need in their closet right. for the fact of the subtleness of it. It's transversible for whatever you can rock that particular day, week, whatever you might see it as. Like right. And it's good, and, and that's kind of like one thing that I like about the game, especially the sneaker game in general, is the resurgence of some smaller things that y- are what you would call sleepers, right? Like dunks last year, they weren't really much prior year. Nope. Then all of a sudden they take off. Yep. Then fours, then threes. I mean, it's like kind of that that cycle of. I mean, just even going back to Jordan One mid. Yeah. I mean, people would roast you if you were wearing the mid. <laughs> Now it's the shit, you oh, know what dude. I'm saying? Oh, but um, it's funny that you brought up the um, New Balance, man, because that reminds me and takes me back to, like, the Sacconi days. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember for, like, two years when I was in, like, I don't know if it was, like, sixth or seventh grade. I'm, I'm old as hell, like, <laughs> 35. Um, but at one point, like, Sacconi was the, you know, that was the shoe. Like, everybody was rocking Sacconis, yeah. and then, you know, like, two years later, three years later, it's like New Balance. Like nobody's really rocking. I mean, it's a good running shoe, but aside from that, it's like, man, no, nobody wearing no New Balance. Now you, you know, we were looking it up. You, you get New Balances, you know, six, seven, eight hundred dollars. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. How much for some New Balance? <laughs> you out of your mind? <laughs> it's pretty dope, man. It's, it's pretty dope. Game, and they just took off with it again. I mean, I, I, 
I, I just feel like that's the one caveat that a lot of people that get into it don't end up realizing is because you know when, when people when people invest in the in the sneaker game and they and they sit on a pair for a while it, it's about that long-term goal sometimes yeah. especially from the reseller perspective but if you're looking at it from like a collector perspective which personally i know a lot of people who collect mm-hmm. like just for the fact of the appeal yeah like they got it in their closet little do they know they don't wear it it's going to crumble in the next few years yeah you know, especially under climate circumstances whatever it might have you um but i just think like you know for the for the long term especially the direction and where the sneaker culture is going to go is a lot of these resurgence we see a lot of these colorways that get re-released or re-retroed if you will like super often i mean how many times has bread been used in the last few years between yeezy jordan even mm-hmm. some nike even like other brands that kind of mock off some of the same silhouettes or styles like it's I feel like it creates solid competition across these brands, but at the same token, too, it gives a lot of people options for what their bank can s- tell them that they can get. Yeah. You know, like, sometimes, like, you know, you can't get the shoe that you want. I was that kid. I love sneakers. My first ever pair of shoes my mom ever put me in was a pair of Fire Red 4s. Like, Damn. And, and that was way, way back when they were readily accessible like yeah. that, you know? And then – after that, it was kind of more of just, like, the Air Forces or, like, running shoe, Nike, whatever I can really, like, get my hands on. Because for me, I didn't really care much about the style back then. I cared about it in a passionate type, type way. Yeah. But I didn't really, like, mind, you know, what I looked like at that point. Because I knew once I make my own money, which is another thing that I learned very young, then I can get what I want. I can yeah. what I want expressed through that sort of way. And then I sit here today at 24, you know, wearing a Pillars hoodie, yeah. some old school Air Forces, some Jordan <laughs> pants, and I'm kicking it. Yeah. Like, I just think it's cool the direction that it's been going and how it's kind of created a lot of different avenues for people to get style and have that sort of fashion sense to them. Yeah, I agree. Like, um, I've never got, like, like my when I was growing up, like, I didn't really get Jordans. Like, I've never owned a pair of Jordans. I'm hoping that the first pair that I get is the Zen 4s because I really want those. Those are fucking sick. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to get them. Like you said, like, sometimes you just can't get the shoe that you want. Um, But, like, the first pair of shoes that I think I ever bought that, like, got me into, like, wanting to buy more, like, quality product was probably, like, um, think it was like osiris's do you guys remember osiris's oh, those fucking like fat ass fucking shoes dude i i got those in like fifth grade like i bought I, I got money for my birthday and i was like i saw this white pair and i was like i want those like i've been wanting to get these and like, they're relatively accessible so yeah. i got them finally and like i was wearing them and i was like dude like i like i got these like I want to be able to get my own money so I can start buying like other shit. And like, I'm the type of person where like, I love ugly stuff. I love the stuff that people don't like, but like, I like people tell me like I can rock anything. I don't know if that, like I take it as a compliment, but like there's stuff where like I'll see and people be like, that's an Ilhan hoodie or like, that's a Milton hoodie. Like it's so ugly to them that they think of me and they're like, dude, this kid can <laughs> fucking pull it off. Like, I don't understand like how he like does it. And it's like, cause I don't, I don't fucking care. Like I'm wearing dress socks with Nike air Ma- uh, air mocks, skinny jeans and a fucking hoodie that I just made. Like I just, 
things that like I, I like I just like and I buy it and, and I'll just try to figure out how to like put it together in an outfit and like some outfits I wear are fucking crazy like they're just outraged like I got like a pizza hoodie and shit like it's fucking weird dope. yeah like dope, I just I just wear whatever the fuck I want and like I don't care what people say about it and like I'm colorblind too so like sometimes my outfits are like really fucked up because like I just don't know how to match because I'm fucking colorblind what, what colors fuck with you uh I'm like red green blue okay I think that's what it is um, so like uh, yellows and like oranges, reds, fucking, uh, red and brown, red and green, brown and green. Like I see the grass, this is the easiest way to explain it to people. You guys see the grass as green, right? Yeah. I see the grass as like an in like, like a dark ish kind of orange. Hmm. It's like an orange color to it. But, like, growing up and, like, seeing that, like, Crayola had, like, the names on, like, the, the colored pencils and shit. Like, I kind of, like, taught myself, like, the colors. So, like, someone will point to a color and be like, what color is that? And, like, I don't actually know the color. But, like, because I can kind of, like, figure it out using, like, Crayola's, like, fucking... That's, like, how I figure it color out. Color. It's, like, I literally look at, like, the color pencil. And I'm like, yeah. all right, yeah, that's, that's yellow. Like, that looks like the yellow color pencil. Like, but I can't like if if I didn't train like my brain to be able to do that like you could ask me like what color is this and or you just give me like plain colored pencils like I would probably draw the sky as purple and the grass is like orange and like me is I don't know fucking some weird color like I don't know <laughs> like you know like I don't really see color like the way that people see color it's, it's just different hmm. do you find that like uh because I, I, I feel like that probably makes it pretty interesting like when you're trying to make your own designs you know because like you're kind of not really like throwing a, a dart at the wall but you're more just kind of like seeing what you're seeing because mm -hmm. at, at the end of the day it's all about perspective no mm -hmm. matter what the next person's rocking versus the next you know like i know i know people who rock 20 dollar shoes better than somebody that might rock 400 dollar shoes yeah you know like at the end of the day, like it's it's about your your stature and what what you stand on. Like you know, your everybody's style is super different. Yeah. Like and that that's the unique part about it. That's the best part about it. That's why like fashion is so not granular but very broad to the fact of it. Cause, yeah. You know, you, you, everybody knows you got your Gucci, you got your Louis, you got your you know blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, like somebody who's creative like yourself and making your own things or T like making his own things. I've even had drafts in the book wanting to do my own slides, you know, yeah. I mean? like something cool oh, like that. Dude, that'd be so sick. Like, right. Like, and, yeah. I, and I've been heavily thinking about it. Um, especially like some, uh, foam kind of not like ripping off the easy slide, but mm -hmm. like more of like that comfortability of it too. But yeah. at the end of the day, like, you know, everybody's got their style. Like I said, it's, mm -hmm. it's and that's the best part about it. And that's what also makes the sneaker game appealing, too. Yeah. Because the next person might not like Yeezys. Like, we get people who come in all the time, um, and they tell me, like, what their preference is, right? Like, uh, I'm not really a Yeezy guy. I'm a Jordan guy. Yeah. Okay. Then we'll pull out some Jordans. Then we'll start to get a little more granular. What color you like? You yeah. Know? And they're not really messing with the different kind of silhouette or style. It's just always like a different case, different story, different day, you know? Yeah. That's the coolest part about it for me. Yeah. And I love that, like, with fashion, you can mix and match shit. Like, yesterday I was wearing a pair of Yeezys, and I was wearing, like, $10 jeans and, like, Target brand, like, top. And people were just like, bro, you, like, you look fucking good. Like, you look fly as fuck right now. And I'm like, 
it's probably because like you guys think the shoes like you know yeah. like you see the shoes and you see that they're expensive but like everything else is cheap and they're like there's there's been times where I'm, I'm out like at a bar or something and people like ask me like how much I make and I'm like what what is like why and they're like like your clothes like like what like what are you wearing and I'm like uh, this is Walmart <laughs> this is Target and it's like just the shoes or like I have a Gucci belt I'm like oh like this is Gucci and like you know and like people would just be like they'd just be interested in like well like what are you wearing what are you wearing like the less like you have that's poppy and like has like like design on it and it's like more just like a normal tone like shirt or very like flat like minimalist people are like what are you wearing what are you wearing what are you wearing like, yeah. they're so excited to like see like oh you like like because you're mixing and matching it with like expensive shit so they think everything's expensive and it's like nah dude this is a Hanes shirt from like Walmart <laughs> you know it's just like it's funny like that like you can you can literally fool people in thinking that like you're like high status by just like the way that you dress and I think that's one of the coolest fucking parts about fashion the real question is is what Yeezys do you have I got the ones all the way in the back, the first Yeezys that you have on the bottom shelf. Those 500s? The 500s, yeah. All the tapes or the topes? Yeah. The tope? Tope or tape? Yeah, I have like the gray ones. Oh. I have like the, the I think they're called like cements or something. They're so slept on. Yeah. 500s are so slept on. They're one of the most comfortable shoes I've ever owned in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's funny that you said, um, about your fit because when you walked in the door the first thing i was like man that hoodie's dope yeah and i looked at the shoes i was like shit this dude's dope <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude like this is a a champion nine hoodie that i got at uh clearance section from target it's like five bucks and uh sharpie um this has been a design that i've been wanting to do um because i'm turkish so like the evil eye on one side so it's like good like like good versus evil so it's like the dark and like they makes a face so like i've always wanted to do that i'm very, i'm someone that's like uh i like senses yeah so like i want to make like my shit like very sense like oriented like with like touch like with your hands like i want to do it kind of like how bape has it like on their hoodie like i want to yeah. do like ones with like hand like yeah. hands like that like on the top of the hoodie um and then this is like my actual logo it's like a, a one up smiley face because like the reason why i started doing the podcast and like exploring the thought was because like i was depressed like i fucking hated life i hated people i hated the world and i was like i gotta find the good in it and uh like one up like i gotta one up my life like i gotta keep just one upping my life like just keep going taking the step like making my life better and like getting out of this like funk this depression and just keep going so like that's why i have like the one up in the smiley face um so just like you know like keep looking for like like exploring that thought of like happiness exploring that thought of uh making a, a, a an awesome podcast exploring that thought of fashion and making your own clothing line like it's literally just a play on words of just if you can think it you can fucking do it so go ahead and go and do it like go get after it get that bag like yeah. fucking run yeah so it's just this it's what i'm at right now i'm 25 and i'm really young to be thinking like to end life this short so I'm like dude I gotta start like getting getting right. shit going right so yeah that's awesome man that's uh that's pretty awesome I um kind of live by like a get better every day type of mentality um I think that's uh pretty cool because that kind of coincides with what I'm about um you know obviously you just want to continue to like 
evolve, have a purpose, you know, try to like understand the stuff you don't understand and like really, I think just having a different platform or some form of a platform to just like be, you know, make you feel fulfilled to an extent, right? Mm -hmm. Just to, I think it's cool, like the concept of what you're doing to like help people. It's almost like uh, giving people a platform that may not have a platform. Yeah. Because right? like when you think about the news or just like the environment or like how the world's created, it's all negative. Yeah. You know, it's nothing like it's there's nothing out there bro. about like trying to make you happy or uplift you or motivate you. It's all like this shit sucks, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool, man, to just, you know, think that way because I mean, if you don't, who will, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and nobody's going to do it for you. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, that's really cool. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know who Crowder is. No, uh, yeah. So you know how, like, he would go to campuses and, like, he would, like, set up a table and he would have, like, he would just have debates with, like, students? Yeah. I want to do that, but, like, I want to go to public places. Like, say, like, I set up a table like this. Yeah. I get, like, a portable charger um, so I can keep this running and, like, we go to the bean set up a table two microphones i sit here have like people obviously like with me so like if i have to like go to the bathroom or something like my equipment's safe like i don't have to like pack up everything but like having fucking just random people come up and just talk like like everyone i keep saying it like everyone has a story like sometimes like and you can learn from anything and everything so sometimes you just need to give that person that platform so they can express themselves so that you can like they can they can give someone else like understanding and, and like hope like that's that's another thing is like if I went through this like depression there's probably other people that are going through depression so like what can I do to help people get out of that the way like I got out of it now it might not help everyone but if it helps one person if it saves someone's life or something like that like that's all it that's all it's about yeah you know? oh yeah bro I, I you know and I think it's uh I can relate to some extent like I won't go too deep and because everybody you know they they have their pile of shit that they got to clean up at one point or another right Mm -hmm. um but there's this one quote bro that's like super powerful that I've been thinking about recently I I heard this shit I was doing my little thing scrolling before bed on the gram just kind of on the reels or whatever and um is this guy and I'm kind of I'm gonna paraphrase this a little more because I don't remember it word for word but the premise of it's what like what's really powerful is like um, this boy and this beast went into the jungle, right? The jungle's obviously the jungle. Like, it's scary. You, you don't know where it ends, but you know where it begins, right? Yeah. Um, boy looks at the beast, and, and the boy's scared because he can't see, like, how to get out. He looks at the beast, like, how do we get out of here? You know, I think we should turn around. I don't really think that this is a challenge that I want to foretake. And the beast looks at him and says, do you know your next step? The boy says, yeah, it's right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Just take my next step. And the beast says, okay, take that step. Then the boy looks at the beast again. He says, okay, well, what's next? Mm-hmm. The beast says, next step. Right? Yeah. Then the process continues on and on and on. We're talking about days, months, years. They get to the end of the jungle. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Right? The premise of it is, is like, you might know what the, you might not know what the end goal is, right? But you know what your next step is. If you know what your next step is, then that's worth something. Yeah. It's worth more than realizing the end goal. Yeah. Because life is going to be full of its trials and tribulations. Everybody's been through their shit, whether it be good, the bad, the ugly. Like, all of it's a part of life, and that's what also makes life beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and at the end of the day, like, if you, like I said, you know, visualize that next step, you're 1% better than you were the day before. 
If yeah. you aim for one percent better every day, you got three hundred and sixty five days in a year, you're three hundred and sixty five percent better. Yeah. Than where you were the time before. You know? So mm-hmm. I, I just think it's powerful that you're giving people this platform, that you want to do more with this platform too. Yeah. And like you have that next step in mind, which yeah. is a lot more than where some people are at. Yeah. Like I, I like it's just building blocks. Like, yeah, like you said, you just got to keep taking that, like, step and, like, just keep going forward, keep moving forward and progressing. Um, even sometimes recessing, like, some, like there's going to be days and there's going to be podcasts that are probably, like, fucking shitty, but, like, I still got to post, you know? Like, I still yeah. got to, like, give that person, like, that person spent their time out of their day to sit with me to do this podcast, and may I might not have liked it the way that it turned out, but, like, I still got to, like give that platform to that person because like there's meaning behind what their words you know like it's not just empty thought and if it is empty thought like that fucking sucks for me because like i kind of just wasted my time and like this person wasted but besides the point like just giving that platform for people to be able to just express themselves and yeah eventually i want to do it for like everything like i want it to be like like clothing like i want people to be able to express themselves clothing wise like express themselves via podcasting and just kind of building like like a like an empire of just explorers that that are willing to take their thoughts to the next level yeah i mean dude i've I've listened to it i've peeped a couple episodes i think it's dope you know especially like the diversity that you bring to the table mm-hmm. um especially with that one uh documentary that you've been kind of doing a miniseries oh on. dude the chris chan that shit shit's cool dude fucked up that dude cool. <laughs> you guys talk you guys doing like a little bit of i, I kind of like viewed it as like a little bit of commentary too yeah so it's kind of like you know that little bit yeah. of like oh i get to see like somebody else's perspective on this for a second mm-hmm. while like viewing this shit play out like it that shit's dope yeah man. You had that one artist on too. He was pretty cool. I yeah, Mountain says cool. yeah. he's from Colorado. He's a rapper. Um, I hope to one day go out there because uh, I'm a big snowboarder too. So like he cool. he like skis. So like I want to go meet him in person. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah, but that'd yeah, that'd be dope. Colorado's pretty cool, and I've I've heard good things for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's legal. Pot's legal there, so like I'm yeah. okay with it. I'm a, I'm a I'm a kind of a pothead. Like there's a, there's an episode <laughs> that's gonna be coming out on Tuesday. It's with Danilo. He's one of the people that's in uh, the Chris Chan miniseries. <laughs> Dude, we're just fucking ripping bongs and fucking <laughs> 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 like that, that's one of those podcasts where I'm like we're kind of recessed because like it could have been such a good podcast because we had so many like good shit that we talked about. But we were fucking so high that we were just like just laughing half of the fucking podcast <laughs> like it's just like it's cool to just like document that shit too like yeah. like these first 52 to however many episodes i'm gonna have this first year it's kind of just like the building blocks i kind of wanted to like help people like also like teach them how to like build their podcast in a way like it's kind of just like a building block yeah i have guests on but i'm not always going to be able to have a guest on and when i have just the solo ones it's just going to be talking about like the podcast or like me personally and just kind of having it be like a gateway for people to like get into like what they want to do and like this could also be like a blueprint to that in a a sense like like you know just that, that first podcast that i did it was basically just talking about all the like things that I wanted to do with the podcast as well as like talking about like my own personal issues. So it's like 
any time that's gonna be a solo cast it's just gonna be about that shit yeah. so it's like it's cool that there's like gonna be like building blocks for people that are listening they're like oh shit i want to start a podcast like this guy uses anchor like i can go on to the, like the the anchor download that and like that's what allows my podcast to be on spotify apple music like it's on all these like platforms and it's all through this like one application so like being able to like give people like those tips and tricks on how to get out there so it's like it's cool yeah i mean shit the growth in podcasts and like how many people like i'm very avid in terms of listening like there are some days where i won't pick up any music at all shit there's some days where t walks in and i got therapy got going on for some reason you know and i'm just watching like whatever that shit's going on or, yeah you know because you got some of those podcasts that are kind of like just for like shits and giggles mm-hmm. and then like some of those more like actual topical ones like you know jre or yeah there's this other one called mind pump that's pretty cool that one yeah that I showed dude you. that yeah. fucking i finished that podcast and ho- I, I got her fucking book dude i'm gonna listen to that shit because some powerful shit i struggle with fear like I was, dude. I had fucking anxiety driving out here because I was just like, "Fuck!" Like I don't know, like what's what's gonna happen. I've never met these guys, <laughs> you know. Like I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. So like, just having like, just like facing it and just being like, yeah, "All right." Like they're obviously like they're cool people. Like they have a shop. Like they're not gonna fucking do anything to you. But like you still have like those kind of like thoughts in the back yeah. of your head, you know, like meeting someone for the first time. So it's like I had like mad anxiety, but like I want to read that book because like I want to be able to use that to like my advantage because yeah. like I get anxiety attacks a lot and I, I don't know what the fuck like to do. And like I feel like her perspective on like depression, anxiety, like all these like emotions that you feel like her perspective on it is like just feel it. Like just, just un- like just try to just like understand like that feeling and it's like you don't really look at it like that you know so it's it's really cool yeah um i was gonna tell you something so um one of the things that i learned like i don't know i i took this um i don't know if it's not i wouldn't necessarily say a class but more like a learning and it's called five choices and one of the things um and there was a lot of stuff that it helped me with but it was always like just asking yourself like why like why are you having that thought and then like when you think through like why are you having that thought and then just the next question would be like why yeah you know and then you would think through it and then the next question would be like why and then by the time you finish breaking that shit down it's like man this shit you know i'm tripping yeah (laughs) 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 yeah um but yeah man i think um kenny was talking about it earlier which is on topic but off topic but just that perception piece um and that perspective piece just just learning how to be in control right and like you know how you visualize things what you think they are mm-hmm. you know that's what they become i mean if you yeah. think good it's good if you think bad it's bad if yeah. you think that shit might go south shit might go south you know what i mean so it's like just you know as you grow as an individual and just trying to become more in control like i was uh, thinking about something you said um earlier and you were just like you know i got to a point at one point in my life where i really didn't really give a fuck about much yeah and, um, i remember back when i was like probably your age i was going through some shit i had um end up like moving on my own or whatever i moved to wisconsin and i didn't have friends or family or anything out there so i was just like i went there for work and it was cool but i'd like really started to be able to like spend time myself and like learn who i was and like learn what i liked and what i didn't like and like what was trying to start figuring out like what's my purpose and like it was powerful because I think the longer or more time you spend alone, you start to just like, you continue to just like get caught up in thought and you start to think more and more and more and just like, 
it was cool because it gave me the ability to start to learn myself, but then to start really like planning and like strategizing and like thinking through like, you know, like Kenny, you were just talking about like that next step. Like, what is my next step? Like, what am I gonna do? And how am I gonna, you know, just continue to move forward? And like, even with opening the shop, I remember like I had started like before I even opened it, it was just like, all right, I'm just gonna start buying shoes. And I just bought a bunch of shit and it was all in my basement and I was like, I, I gotta do something with all this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just can't have a basement full of shit. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna open the shop. And then I, I came and I looked at this place and I was like, this place is a dump, you know? It was a dump. Like I showed you the pictures before I opened it. And then it was like, all right, how am I gonna bring this shit to life, you know? And it's like, I think it's just kind of touching on what both of you guys were saying. It's just like as you take those steps, you know, and you start to like one thing at a time. So it's like first thing is like these walls are trash, the floor's trash. Where do I go first? I'm like, fuck, I gotta fix the floors. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, the floors are so bad. I, I can make it with the walls. They were like, not white. They were like a, a nasty looking yellow. Yeah. And it was like, all right, get that. And then, you know, get the displays and then get that. And it's like, all right, let, like, just start, you know, it just starts to come together. And I think the biggest thing, and, you know, for me, is just not being, in, you know, living in fear and not being afraid to just take risk or try yeah. shit. Because you don't never know. Mm-hmm. And I think most people are like, don't do it because people are just afraid to fail. Yeah. Like people really don't want to fail. And yeah. So it's like failure is unknown. Like what is really failure? Because like for me, I don't believe failure is a true like thing, right? Because I feel like as long as I learned something, mm-hmm. you know, as long as I grew from whatever it was, it's like there's still learnings and lessons and like benefit to that. So it's yeah. not really like failing if you, you know, like move forward. You know, failing is where you like, get down and you don't get back up it's like but if you're still proactively taking steps did, like did you really fail or did you yeah. just kind of hit like a rope bump you know yeah. what i mean and so i don't know if that's relevant but nah dude you that's, guys that's, are talking that's, that's where my tell, mind went nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's many many l's to be taken in a in a, any various day so yeah. it's like you know if you take something out of that then it played in your benefit plain and simple especially like on your lowest points to your highest points you got to look at it as more like like what 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 did this give me to make me better the next time i i shoot my shot you know yeah. and that that literally applies with everything like i even in the shoe game to bring a little bit like back to it right like i started in 2016 i was inspired by a friend of mine really dear friend of mine like i'd always been like really into it but didn't have the money to like go get the shit that i wanted like and like truly felt that I could rock it, right? Because I was just more of, like, athletic clothes, sweatpants every day kind of shit. But, like, when I really started getting heavy into it, it, I'm one of those people that is an addict to the sense of if I'm really interested in something, I'm going to go balls deep into it. Like, I want to know the ins and outs of it. I want to know, like, what I can do to progress or get my name out in this kind of, like, business or type of just activity, right? Like... And the, the biggest thing for me was I know that I'm going to take a ton of losses on this. Like, there's going to be times where I'm going to fucking hate it. But then I got to realize that if I'm fucking hating it at some point, that's why I love doing it. You know what I mean? Because, right. like, it, if I truly didn't want to do it, I would walk away from it. You know what I mean? Like, as most people from nature would just be like, all right, well, th- this is making me uncomfortable. I'm not really I'm fucking with it. Like, I'm going to walk away from it sometimes the most uncomfortable shit is the best shit for you Mm -hmm. just because like 
it, it gives you that that sense of that fearlessness but then at the same time that ability to have that ambition to go and get it you know you're saying like go and get your bag like that's a lot of things that a lot of people are saying nowadays but a lot of motherfuckers say it but don't do it you right. know and like at the same token there's a lot of people out there who are doing it like i mean example we're all three sitting here we're going and getting it yeah. and regardless of what activity it might be that day this podcast for you going and getting it this podcast for us going and getting it and like dude like again like i know i thanked you before the fact but i wanted to thank you again because you definitely are allowing like a an experience for t and myself to like really hone into and kind of also appreciate it at the same time because we don't ha always have that specific ability to just get the brand's name out there like i came on originally just more as a buyer like as a person as a personal reseller yeah right? and me and t were kind of working out some stuff and one day he gave me a call and was like hey you want to work at the shop <laughs> and i was like hell yeah i'll yeah. be over in like 15 minutes that's awesome i got my butt over here and the rest is a wrap dude like i mean like we consult about a lot of shit all the time like talking about different ways that we can get the brand out there and how we can drive more people through the door because i know at the end of the day like the location like we're kind of more of that hole in the wall mm -hmm. but at the same time like you walk in here and you're like whoa like, yeah. this is in here this is fucking dope. like i see the reaction so many times yeah. like people's faces light up and yeah. it's like amazing to see that you know because like T's worked relentlessly hard to build all this out. And mm -hmm. I just want to give the same amount of energy, too, to it. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, day in and day out when I'm here, I'm trying my best hitting people up, like, yeah. getting the brand out there, prom promoing on my uh, Insta page yeah. you see it all the time. I yeah. promo in the Discord chat all the time. Yeah, like, same. You know? I'm uh, Going off of that, like, anytime, guys. Like, anytime you guys want to do a podcast, you have something that you guys want to, like, talk about or, like, anything, just, just hit me up. Hit me cool, up on man. the Discord. You have my number. I'll give you yeah. my number after this. Like, I I like this. Like, I, I want to build this community. Like, like, you guys are really dope people. You guys are interested in the same things that I'm interested in. And, like, you can help. I can help you grow. You can help me grow, vice versa. And, like, it's just cool that, like, this is this is a thing that could happen. Like, that's Hell fucking yeah. sick. Like, yeah. I want to thank you guys, too, for, like, allowing me to, like, have you guys on the podcast and, like, saying yes. Like, most people say no like uh, like a lot of my friends that i consider like my friends right now like the only time that they like hang out with me is like they actually want to hang out with me like they don't want to get on the podcast they yeah. they don't want to do this they don't listen to the podcast and it's like i call those people my friends but like are they really my friends you know like they don't really like want to do like this shit like they don't want to help me grow and like help them grow and it's like all right like i'm just not gonna hang out with you guys anymore like i'm just gonna try to expand with like other people like there's there's a lot of friends that i do have though that do want to be on the podcast like igor's one of them danilo's one of them ray's one of them like he wants to be on the podcast and he's like an actual homie it's just like our schedules never meet up <laughs> like that yeah that guy, that guy's on the go that kid gets the fucking bag like that kid's on like a bunch of shit yeah like fucking energy yeah energizer bunny he's he's the one who like actually got this basically to start with like connecting with you like yeah. through his discord like i got to connect with you and like a few other cool people that are now part of the discord it's, it's just dope that like you have that those like connections yeah, like this is sick yeah, so man, thanks and, um, I, I tell you i appreciate it i didn't know um 
you know, when Kenny was talking to me about it and I was just listening to him, I was like, yeah, that sounds dope, man. Let's do it, you know? And um, he was originally going to do it because I don't normally come here the same days he's working here, right? It's like, yeah, don't make sense for both of us to be in the building together. Um, but I was like, all right, I'm going to stick around. You know, I really want to check this out. And um, I, I, I just appreciate the time, um, but also appreciate what you're doing. I think it's, uh, you know, just a really cool platform for people. And um, I, I like that you're trying to put good in the world, I mm-hmm. think. You know, it's people like you that make a difference. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people out here that, <laughs> Thanks, you know, man. their, their um, narrative or their platform is not really used to, you know, really make a difference or really be influential or really be a positive, you know, meaning to other people. Or, you know, even like what you were talking about, it's like, man, you know, there might be individuals, you know, kids, whatever, people that inspire to do this or inspire to, you know, give themselves a platform or to give other people a platform and you're giving them know tools knowledge research yeah. that's that's powerful you know? yeah and it's like man you know it there like what you were even saying earlier about like your story and what you've been through in your life and that you had hit a point in your life where it's like man you know i hit a low right mm-hmm. and i think we all go through that and sometimes you don't know you know how to bounce back from that but then when you you know maybe scramble across your podcast and you're hearing that right and you're saying yeah. that, like man this dude can do it i can do it he just told me you know he was at his lowest of lows mm-hmm. i'm not even that low and yeah like, you know I mean? like, yeah so it's, like, it's always you know you, you know you, you always hear people say like you know it could always be worse mm-hmm. you know but you really don't i think a lot of people don't really understand what that means and right your low could be different than somebody else's low but it's just the mental piece right yeah when you're in a place that you feel like you don't know how you're going to get out of it and then you find something that you're passionate about that you enjoy and it's like, man, and then not only are you doing something that you enjoy, but you're, you know, cre- you know, taking the resources and the avenues that you have to say, okay, how do I help other people? Mm-hmm. Right. Most people like don't give two fucks about the next person. You know, yeah. and so that, that, that yeah. just, it means a lot. Right. Just, um, so just con- congratulations. Uh, first off, bro, your success thanks, and man. <laughs> I really appreciate this opportunity yeah. for us to, you know, this is sick. It's fucking dope. I love it. I don't. I don't really know if um, you guys want to keep going. Or it seems no, like I'm. I'm with it. Whatever right, you want right, to do, Mel. Just keep it this running. Is, this is your thing. Yeah, this friend. is my thing. Like, I just. I don't know. Like that seemed like it was a good way to just like wrap it all up. Just appreciating everybody, no, dude. So. I mean, well, <laughs> you know, you, you, we can we can run it for however long, and then I know that you probably go and cut and chop it, right? No, this is all unedited. Oh, this all is unedited. this is unedited really? raw. Yeah, I, sick, I'm bro. letting it fucking go. And if I fuck up and say something and it tries to cancel me, I'm be like, listen, that's a, that's yeah, a learning fuck, experience. Fuck, fuck that cancel <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, dude, fucking cancel culture quit, blows. Quit canceling people, goddammit. Just, just let people say what they gotta say, and if you don't agree with it, then move on to the next yeah, thing. Yeah, man. Plain and simple. Like, okay, if you don't like it, why the fuck are you watching it? That's the thing that yeah. I don't understand. It's like, clearly you like it, and there's a reason you're watching it. You can't... You don't watch something you fucking hate or listen to something you fucking hate. Like, if you hate it that much, you're not going to... Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I can't listen to our fucking... I can't listen to any president speak because, like, I just don't like the whole idea of having, like, a president. And, like, it's just hard, like, to just listen to it. Any of them. Like, Trump, Biden, whoever the fuck. Obama. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it was just hard to just, like, try to, like, listen to, like, what the fuck these people are saying. And then... Because you know, like, they're not actually going to do it, you know? Like, yeah. they're just saying it just to get your vote. And it's like... I hate that shit, so I'm not gonna fucking listen to it. 
and like they probably all said a bunch of bullshit stuff and it's like i don't fucking i don't even know what they said i don't I'm yeah it's like it's just bullshit so it's like if i don't like it i'm not gonna i'm not interested i'm not gonna watch it i'm not gonna listen to it i'm not gonna buy it you know it's a concept that i always thought was like kind of interesting like about the whole like you know you brought up like president like a company like a major company right they usually have a board of directors mm-hmm. that's a panel of people like think about it like it's a panel of people usually like in in true concept right the more heads the better right because like you you got more people with different perspectives and what they're trying to do what they're trying to show but we have one person one president that says what x and y might be you know yeah. what i mean like i always thought that that was really interesting i always thought like why why wouldn't a country be ran by a panel of people i mean i get it like you know people are going to listen to that and be like well duh idiot there's fucking congress and senate and all that bullshit but really how many of these fucking people out here realize that kind of concept but how many times do they actually listen to congress or senate mm-hmm. i mean don't get me wrong there's people in the loop like for sure and i'm not shitting on those people i'm not really trying to shit on nobody but yeah. it's just a matter of the fact of like everybody takes one person's words so literal mm-hmm. nowadays and they get offended by it and the way the technology works we get content that we don't want to see thrown in front of our face yep. regardless mm-hmm. if we put in our bid for it or not um you know it's just it's one of those things where like you got to take the good and the bad with it the more yeah. that you take the good out of it the better the yeah. less that you take the bad out of it uh, the worse in my opinion because you have to take the bad to the fullest extent mm-hmm. which you know it, it be what it be at the end of the day and people are going to be people and hopefully we can get to a point where everything won't be super literal it'll be more like actual contextual yeah rather than anything else you know so you know i just uh, that one idea like flowed through my head and i was like damn you know like you bring up a great point like just having to listen to one fucking person Mm -hmm. that we call the president yeah and and sometimes you're just like sitting there like why the fuck is this person talking right now yeah it's it's the wrong person to talk (laughs) another thing that i think is fucked up that we do in america is like every four years there's a new person leading the country like that like that like I'm not saying we should only have like one ruler, like one leader, yeah, yeah, but I'm like saying like every four years, like, dude, how are you supposed to get anything done in four years? True. Like, four years, that's too short. Eight, eight max. Eight years max, that's too short. Like, still be able to have it where like you can elect the person and still have like that, but like you can be able to run for as many terms as you want. Yeah. Like if the people fuck with you, the people are gonna f- keep fucking with you, and they want you to stay as like their leader. Like that's what masses do. Eventually, if they don't like you and this new guy comes along, like, you can still vote for that person and, like, get that person into the office. Like, you can't you can't do anything in four to eight years. Like, you like you start something in four to eight years, the next guy comes in, it's completely different. And, like, we have these two-party systems and each party hates each other. So, like, they just keep flip-flopping and, like, America gets nothing done. Yeah. We just go nowhere. Yeah. We keep being stuck in this, this loop, this cycle of just two sides of a coin we just keep flipping and it's like (laughs) nothing fucking works nothing there's no progression it's just the people are progressing but like as a whole of a country we're not progressing like it's just the same shit staying stagnant yeah i mean it's it's been stagnant and that's like kind of the i think that's the reason why like we're having all of these like lashes of like cancel culture and like these whole all these like new movements is because people are looking for someone like they're looking for guidance and like we don't have any guidance in this country anymore yeah which kind of it's fucked (laughs) yeah 
it baffles me to this day and i try to I try to mute the noise sometimes you know i try to like just like focus on what my micro part of this world and universe mm-hmm. like has to do with anything like you know like there's there's some points in life where people just like get so caught up in the macro mm-hmm. and forget about the micro mm-hmm. and then they stop really giving a fuck about themselves mm-hmm. and i feel like that's where a point of like our society's at right now and like you know that that that's like i i like to steer in the direction of what i'm passionate about yep. hence here you know at the shop like i'm around shoes all day i'm around people who come in and want to like look at stuff and like when they buy stuff their faces light up mm-hmm. there's one thing that me and t talked about a long time ago and it's like we're kind of almost in the business of helping people smile you mm-hmm. know because like every time somebody walks in they get something to smile with. yeah and they enjoyed the time that they had here and even though it might be a small interaction, those little interactions add up, you mm-hmm. know, and like that it kind of mutes the noise away from everything else that goes on, like outside of just those small interactions, outside of those small interactions and allows people to like, you know, keep on keeping on. And I just, you know, I think we're at a point right now where everybody's thinking way too fast and the anxiety levels are super high. Yeah. Like kick it back, kick your feet up. Like everything's gonna be fine, <coughs> you're gonna be fine. We live in a place, thankfully, especially in the states where we don't have to worry too much. Yeah, we have a whole like ocean mm-hmm. distance away from the rest <laughs> of the world. Yeah, Canada's gonna turn tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just playing. Um, That'd be fucking crazy. And an, like another thing is, oh fuck, I just lost my train of thought of where I was gonna go with that. We went. Uh, off oh, the road oh, it's like, uh, it's like, um, dude, just like people forget to live their day. A day at a time. Uh-huh. That's exactly that uh, quote that I was saying. I was doing, like, I I was, like, living in the future, like, like mm. where I wanted to be, not where I was. And it's like, you can't go where you want to be because you're not even happy with where you're at now. Yeah. Like, you're not present. So how the fuck do you think you can make it in the future, you know? Yeah, 110%. So, like, I, that, like, that thought process, I was like, dude, yeah, like, I got to be a appreciative of like my life i gotta be appreciative of like things i get to do daily like i have a job like i, I make money like yeah I, I still live with my parents but like i can i can move out if i wanted to like i can buy the things i want to do the things i want to like do those things you know live your life one day at a time like today it's gonna be different than tomorrow but it's still kind of like scheduled like yeah. you still have like your normal like routine there's going to be little things here and there that are different. And like, you got to look at those little things that are different. And like, that's going to depict like how that day went, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, so. like, yeah. And that, that's kind of like the whole preface of like the boy and the beast, you know, and, and not necessarily always having to be calculated about your next step, but just realizing that your next step is a small step in the grand picture of what anybody tries to do. And, and I, I, I lived a, a long time of like, I guess more of like focusing on what all these other moving people and pieces were doing rather than what I was doing at a point. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of stalled up what I wanted to do. And then like, thankfully I got the support back at home um, where it allows me to like really push at a high level for things that I want to do, you know, and like yeah. actually have that like ambition when I wake up in the morning, like I'm going to go and fucking get this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go to work. Like, I regular, I work a regular job just like everybody else, shopping and everything that I do, too. But, um, you know, nowadays you got to have multiple streams because if you don't, like, good luck. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, 
it's it can be tough sometimes especially like with the world that we live in economically but more of the preface being is like your next step is going to be your best step even if small or large and it's just all about being ambitious to go and get it and like that's why a big part of working here also motivates me because it it keeps me in the culture t always has keeping me on my toes you know in in a in the best way possible motivating me making sure that you know i'm right the shop's right we're right everything's good you know and it's little things like that people like that that will come in your life and really show you like you know you have potential to do what you want to do you were mentioning this earlier and it was very impactful for me like you gotta you gotta be pushed you have to be fucking like motivated you know you gotta be motivated to get out the ruts you gotta be motivated even when you're not in a rut um because you know it's not not even motivation though like you just gotta do it yeah you just gotta do it like like nike has the greatest fucking like slogan ever just just do it like that's that's literally like that's life you You wanna know something stupid you just gotta do it that was my uh you know how like in your high school uh, yearbook when you're a senior you play a quote that was my fucking quote (laughs) (laughs) It's a good quote, <laughs> just though. Just do it. Yeah. Like, just do it. And, like, I don't know if I'm, – I'm assuming this is why Nike became Nike um, and used the name Nike, but, like, the goddess Nike, she's mm-hmm. the goddess of victory. Yeah. So it's, like, just do it. Like, if you just do it, like, you're, you're going to be victorious. Like, yeah. you just keep going and keep doing it. Eventually, it will happen. Oh, yeah, 110%. And, bro. like, you could go back with, like, taking L's and, like, failing, like – you might have failed today. You'll fail tomorrow. You'll fail the next day. But if you keep going, you keep going. Eventually, like you will hit success. What What did Michael Jordan say? He's like, I missed like over a million shots before like I made like a game winner or something yeah, like that. Oh yeah. Like he's like he's like I took countless countless shots of failing and until I finally like succeeded. Yeah, I and thought T put it very perfect too. Is like the fact that like failure is actually failure if you choose to not do something with it. Mm-hmm. You know. But if you, like, actually, like, got your ass back up and, and started moving and really, like, figured a way out of it, you know? I mean, yeah. like, I feel like that you're an embodied example of it. Like, you were in a rut, but you said, you know, fuck this, I'm going to do something about it, yeah. you know? And I bet, like, you know, doing the podcast is probably, like, super therapeutical, too, at the same token. Yeah. Because it allows you to kind of, like... It's like therapy, in a sense, because, like, I can express what's going, like, what's going on in my head mm-hmm. to someone and, like they'll tell me like what's going on in theirs and it's like it's very therapeutical because like yeah. there's a lot of similarities in a lot of people like those multiple pe- perspectives yeah mo- mo- i feel like everyone is very similar to everyone else it's just there's certain things that like are your things that you like like everyone's yeah. everyone's the same everyone wants to be loved everyone wants to be liked everyone wants this 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 life of like happiness and fulfillment and you know but yet we treat our neighbor as like shit like because we don't like them True. You know, it's like, well, you know, like if if you can't express that out into the world of like wanting to be happy and shit and like being happy and 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 uh, like having good communication with people and like spreading like just I don't know the fucking I can't think of the words I'm trying to say right now, but just like being a good person, eventually like you will be liked. You will be like people will like start gravitating towards you yeah. it's like you're 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 dope like you're a good person like you're cool you you accept everyone for what they are who they are what doesn't fucking matter and yeah. like you know that's life everyone just wants to be accepted and 
no one wants to accept. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking annoying. It's, it's the open-minded versus the closed-minded. Yeah. I feel like, you know, and that's like, it it, it, it gets so granular from that point too, which is kind of wild. Like I, I've, I see it like in so many different angles and perspectives, like as, as an employee, as a leader, as a fucking, you know, a son, uh, damn near a husband, like a, as all sorts of different perspectives I see it from. And like, you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta take what comes mm-hmm. and like be able to like ad- adapt to it, but at the same token too, like you live with your perspective, and as long as you're open to like learning new things and being able to like hear other people out, regardless of like what their um, fucking motive, I guess, or their their uh, demeanor might be, mm-hmm. like you you ultimately like as a human being have figured out a different kind of layer, right? Yeah. Like, and then like, dude, like. You know, I was saying earlier, I wasn't really that type to be rocking J's and shit like that, like, back in the day, like, when I was younger, because obviously, like, different circumstances, but at the same token, like, I didn't give a fuck what I looked like, because I knew what I brought to the table, mm-hmm. but in this, and then the same sense, I had other focuses that kind of didn't make me give a fuck about, you know, am I wearing those 11s, mm-hmm. you know, there's people, like, that I went to school with, at least, that, like, gave a huge fuck about that shit, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's apples to apples, yeah. you know, like it is what it is and y- you get what you take and it gets better, you know, when you're yeah. an adult, like versus being a teenager and then you become an adult, you're like, I definitely understand this now. Why some people were the way that they were back then yeah. versus how they are now. And like it, 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 it all, like I said, you know, you, you take with what you get from it mm-hmm. and you leave with what you leave with, like. That's that's like the most interesting thing about people and and how life is nowadays. Like, yeah, everybody has a, is an opinion. An opinion is like an asshole, and it all smells like shit. Yeah, and I love that quote. Yeah, <laughs> if you can't deal with the shit. Don't wipe your yeah, ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, like you know, it be what it be. Yeah, uh, it's just, yeah, I'm, I, I think. I'm just gonna end it there, dude. That was no, a fucking. I appreciate that. I'm that gonna plug a couple things real quick. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. No, I was about to uh, let me just yeah, like, go ahead. do the thing. Like, um, it's the end of the episode, guys. Um, as always, keep exploring. And I'm um, just gonna give the last couple minutes to Kenny here to say whatever he wants to say. Yo, shout out to Milton, dude. This guy's dope as fuck. Today was my first day meeting him. He's dope as fuck. So, you know, if y'all hearing this, you got my certified word on that. Um, real quick though, T's Creative Closet out in Algonquin. We're open Friday through Sunday, 11 to 7, slide. Always feel free to come on in, ask questions. We have, we're on the gram too. Um, we also have a Snapchat as well, all under T's Creative Closet. So check that out. Um, if you're looking for me personally, I'm on the.closet24 on Instagram. Always feel free to shout out, um, you know, holler at me whenever with any questions or anything like that. And then we have an event coming up at the Schaumburg Hyatt uh, for a sneaker event. So if you want to slide through, slide. It's going to be rocking. We're going to have multiple different vendors there. I'm going to be working. T's going to be working. Um, a lot of people that we associate with are going to be working too. So it's going to be a good time. There's going to be raffles. Uh, you can get your tickets online now. Um, and then, you know, if you're a vendor and you're hearing this and you want to come out, we're also providing vendor tables too. So feel free to reach out. Um, Milt, shout out to you again, man. This was the shit. Appreciate your time too. Thanks. So. Anytime, man. You can come on anytime. Appreciate just, it, just man. hit me up. Explorers, have a good rest of your day. Yeah, peace.